All right, it looks like it's starting up. Well, thanks, guys, man. I, I really appreciate this. You know, long-time listener, first-time interviewer. Um, yeah, man, we miss you guys, man. I keep telling you that every chance I get. Um, what podcasters don't know, or maybe podcasters do know, you become like coworkers, right? So, like, I, I look forward to, like, you are a part of my routine, like, every, you know, like, every like, when you're doing stuff. Like, especially... Like, depending on where you're at, you don't want to talk to your coworkers. So it's like, oh, I'm talking to <laughs> real guys right now. So just. Well, thank you. We, um, you we've, <laughs> we've, uh, we've been around a long time. So when we first started out, we were doing sketch videos on YouTube. And we figured out early that we wanted to be a part of everyone's week. So, you know. By hook or by crook, we were going to get a video out on a Monday so that once people got into work, they knew that like they had an It's the Real video waiting for them, right? And then that continued in everything that we did. We always wanted to do stuff with consistency and quality. And so, you know, in launching a podcast, it is, you know, it becomes a routine. And it is like, I can't get through my, you know, whatever it is, your Wednesday morning without this or my Friday afternoon without this and it's like well you know where is where is this podcast so for five years you know putting out content on a regular basis totally get what you're saying yeah it but you, i mean you it's a lot of stuff out there, out there still like you know what i'm saying like it, it's so much like you know you get greedy as a listener you just like i want the new i want the new but it's like the catalog of stuff is so much stuff so like as i was getting ready for like just getting ready to talk to you guys I can't even remember like how I found is the real, you know what I mean? Like it was like, it's been that long, but it's like, how did this even like, where did it, you know, because I'm in Michigan, I live in Detroit, you know what I mean? Yep. It's, it's like yeah. you're in New York and it's like they're industry, but not really <laughs> like they're famous to me, but they're not <laughs> everybody. You know what I mean? So it's not like you have this big, like, yeah, Everybody knows Eric and Jeff. If I say Eric and Jeff, well, it's gonna be like I have I have friends that are named Eric and Jeff, so they'll yeah. them, right? no 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 the 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 real Eric and Jeff. <laughs> I think for us too, like we get a kick out of the fact that um, we're like a lot of people's like you know inside joke. You know, it's like you're a part of a club that like three. You know, we're not. We're not the um, we're not the biggest, you know, entertainers out there, but there's a good amount of people who like, you know, take, for instance, we did this Rockefeller show uh, like three or four years ago, whatever that was here in New York. Right. And we had people fly in from Germany and Alabama and and Canada and all these different places. And it's like what's the one thing that is sort of the common denominator there? And it, it's just like, Hey, we all listen to this thing and we all like, you know, these people, but it's more than that because it's like, we have a shared sensibility of the music we listen to and the type of humor that we have. And I think that's, that's really dope, you know? And what's a really cool thing is like, you know, we went to London, we did a show or if we're in LA and we do a show or we're in Atlanta and do a show people hang out afterwards, people who never even met each other before, and they stick around for hours, just like, you know, chopping it up with us or other people they, you know, just met. And I think that's the most like rewarding thing for us that, you know, you can make these introductions and have this commonality when that might not have existed in a world before, you know? 
yeah, we all speak a language. Like, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. the podcast is the language. So it's like, it's people, like, you know, my friends that are like, did you listen to, you know, like, <laughs> so we can all, you know, like talk about it. So, yeah, man. So, yeah, we, we, we do miss you guys. Appreciate it. But oh, thank the, you. Like I said, like the, the original, the real quarantine radio. Yeah, That's thank right. you. <laughs> <laughs> the real quarantine radio, that ended fast, though. You know, I was like, look at that. See, you try to steal. And mm-hmm. I, 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 think- I, I think that <laughs> the reason that he got canceled is probably because of us, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not because yeah. of, uh, you know, uh, violent acts against black women, but, you know, Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. It worked out. I do have to say, man, it's it's crazy to look back and be like, wow, that was one year ago. You know, a year ago that we we came back from Miami. We were down there for business and we were like looking around the plane. We're like, well, something's feeling a little more serious than maybe we were hip to. And we were like, you know, we got back to our place and we're like, oh, this whole thing this whole business plan, this whole routine that we have of inviting people over to our apartment to spend an hour and a half conversation plus the time that people like just hang out afterwards. We're like, can't do that anymore. And we we totally flipped that format. But I'll I'll say this, you know, a lot of people loved it. Um, It was fun for us to do. It was a a lot of work to do. But um, having done that, it felt like we accomplished something really cool. And then we could focus on other projects that were rewarding to us in other ways. And I think that like, that's what the pandemic has really um, allowed us to do. And, you know, we're, we hate the fact that it happened, but like for us to take advantage of being stuck in a place and living in a new way, I think that it's had a, a semi-positive outcome. Yeah. I, the one thing I wanted to say, I have questions, but like with podcasts, yeah, yeah. it becomes more like, it's just conversation. Yeah. But like, I can't tweet it enough, right? But <laughs> that was insane. You know what I'm saying? Like the days, it was like, you know, this is hours and hours of content, let alone like editing and just like the strength of having the connections. Granted, everybody was available to an extent, but wanting mm-hmm. to talk to you know what I'm saying? Like people, they didn't, you don't, you, even though we all kind of were at home for a time, you didn't want to talk to everybody. And it was yeah. like, what, the, what that did at that time, you can't even like monetize that, like what it did. And like, because we didn't know what we, what we were, we, we still don't know <laughs> like what, yeah. what we're in, but it was like every day, man, it was like, I can count on Eric and Jeff. Let me see. Let me just see who Eric and Jeff are going to talk to today, and like what that did. And we're just like, it made the days easier. Like it was the perfect distraction from like, is my throat swelling up? Like you know what I mean? Like because you know the first couple of weeks we all went through like, oh my gosh, I feel too warm. Like what is, what is this? It's so, like, <laughs> it, what a what a crazy time. Sorry, like what a crazy time to like, where where you live for, you know, however long we've been around for, and everything is sort of like under your control to some extent, you know, like there, there is a world out there that continues to move as it did the day before. And then this thing happens and it's just like, what do you do? Like it, it was, it was as much like a, a service for everybody that we were listening to and talking to, 
but also like for ourselves because it's just like you know how do we pass the time like what could we possibly do to to stay sane and like those phone calls calling up three friends a day it mattered so much for us because it was just like otherwise i mean i guess i would be just inside just freaking out like it, it was it was such a necessary thing to do at such a crazy time and like to look back at it it's just it's just sort of mind-blowing yes it was a lot of work but it was just like that that really saved us from probably going crazy in a different way and that's not to say we didn't go crazy because like you know and jeff and i have spoken about this between ourselves too we're just like oh when we had uh chromio and and dj clark kent on so this is like the third episode of quarantine radio Mm -hmm. we were recording and jeff and i both looked at each other and didn't say anything because we were recording right we're listening to a phone call but like both of us started to feel like we were getting a fever and both of us were like oh i have covid right and it's like we we need to like you know speed this up and get this through and so we went to the there's an urgent care you know four or five blocks from here and we went there and they're like, you guys are okay. You're just being a little, a little neurotic. And we're like, yeah, that's, that's what we do. That's us. Right? But like, but totally needed to hear that in that moment, because otherwise it was just like, you know, Eric and I were, were to, like, so sure. We were yeah. so sure that we were like about to die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that, he did that to us. You know what I mean? And so it was yeah. the way that it all ramped up. And so like, like I said, I'm in Detroit. So we're in Michigan, Michigan and New York are, parallel to like well not even par- intersecting oh i'm um oh you, I, <laughs> i'm in detroit you know yeah here um you know like they keep telling us all this stuff like oh your numbers are out of control this this and that so you're like is it outside is it like allergies is it just gonna come in my house and so we all were kind of just like man what is what is this thing and so like now like i'm teaching now and so we have in-person learning and so this week we kind of had like a couple of cases. Um, and so, you know, everybody's on edge. Like, um, yeah, I, I remember you know. speaking with, I remember speaking with Chuck English, right? And he was just like, oh man, Detroit's just not in a good place right now. And, you know, you got relatives who are getting it every single day. And then, you know, thank God that we've made it to this point, right? We're a year later and we're all still here. And, we know a lot more. So it's like, you know, hopefully there's a way to move forward with this thing in terms of like, it's out there, it's going to keep going for a while. But if you, if you, if you walk around and operate in a certain way that's smart, we can continue to sort of like, you know, end this thing you know well okay i just want to uh uh clarify something eric said that you know we all know more i would say about half this country knows more i would say half this country is still uh in a very dumb place and yeah, getting yeah dumber. i mean i mean that like the information is out there not that people are receiving it yeah no but it's like, crazy yeah, because like the information year, is there and the misinformation yeah last year it was really like a complete mystery like I remember, you know, we all remember you heard about it, but it was just like we heard about, we've heard about a bunch of things. Because I know, you know, like you're closer, we're all closer to the same age. So we've heard, we've seen everything essentially. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like we're, we're a hundred year old people now. Cause we yeah. like, oh, SARS. Yeah. What it's, we beat right. that. We beat yeah. The Twin Towers, yeah. we beat that. Man. Yeah. 
what day of the week is it? And then now it's like, yeah, COVID-19. So we're like, oh, whatever. And everything went normal until just one day. And like, so yeah. for us, ironically, it was March 13th. Was three one three three one three. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> all, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was like, no, nothing's the same. Like this is the last yeah. day that you just do things, and we just went. But you know, now it's everything has changed forever. But I mean, hope you know everything will get better. Uh, it has to get worse before it get better. Gets better is is what they always say. But you know, yeah. I I got a quick question. This Go is very random, but did Ludacris, uh, you know, mention the three one three in area codes? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, no, good. Yeah. 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 Just just wanted to make sure. It was it yeah. was probably subtle. It was more like the three one three. Love it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but some of the questions. So we did we kind of went into it because you talked about how you started up back in a long time ago. That's <laughs> <laughs> nice way to put it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you you did that. You did succeed that way, man. Um some of the big things, random things I wanted to talk about. This art collection. That that's in the house, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't showcase it enough. It's like if you know, you know. Some people are just like, you know, I'm just in awe because I we got a house last year. And my wife is all into gold frames. I'm like, how did Eric and Jeff get all these gold frames? Like, <laughs> it's because it's tough. Like, it's not even yeah. easy to find. <laughs> like, find gold frames. Yeah. It's like, how did they get all these gold frames? But the actual art that's in there, like, yeah, yeah. Um, you know John, Jonathan Mang and and yeah. you have like Lenny S pieces and they they yeah. don't even probably think of these things as pieces as much as yeah. make them look great. So let's just Thank talk you. about how you decided to be like this is our art. Like you made art things that we just looked at in magazines. We didn't think yeah. of this art when we were kids, but now yeah. when you put it in a frame, like this stuff. This stuff changes. Like you know, um, how, yeah. how did that begin? So uh, for a long time, so Jeff and I moved into the city and we moved into an apartment that was three bedrooms and two baths, but it was shaped in an odd way where like there wasn't a lot of usable wall space. And so we moved to a newer place uh, two years ago and the ceilings are higher. The space is like better designed. And we walked in and, you know, we had this podcast going, we had people coming over and we thought to ourselves, well, we have this big living room with a lot of usable wall space. We should, you know, finally decorate it where all these years we spent in an apartment that was, you know, had bare walls. Now we're going to do something where it's like when a person walks into our living room, they should be able to be like, oh, these are the people who live here. Like I get what their interests are. I get what they're about. And that's why we have all those books out there. And we have like, you know, memorabilia, like Cameron cereal or like, you know, uh, French Montana um, uh, mac and cheese box. And, and, and then we were like, all right, what do we want to put on the wall that we haven't this whole time? And we, we really went for, for the stuff that meant the most to us. And, um, we got hooked up with a photographer named Clay Patrick McBride. Um, and you know, he was, a he was hooked up to us through a friend and he's a big time photographer and he happened to take the photo that I love the most. And I had emailed him years ago and been like, Hey, 
there's this picture that you took of Jay-Z and Kanye West as JFK and RFK, you know, this black and white photo, the two of them dressed in these like 1960s suits and it's, you got this bright light behind them. So they're almost silhouetted and it's just a beautiful photograph. And I, and he, you know, years ago, emailed me back and was like, it's this price. And I was like, that is insane. So I'll never get that photograph and it'll never be possible. So we had him on the, here's the trick. Here's, here's, can you share the price? At that time, uh, I could look it up. Let me it look it up. Tripled. I mean, it was in the thousands. Like it was, it was, it was a, a definitely in the thousands. Or yeah, it, was, it was a lot of money. Yeah. Was that and the first NFT? Yes, yeah, it right. was the first yeah, NFT. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's how you have to like, you know, explain things to kids these days. It's like, what is a, what is a, like, it's like, you know, vinyl it's an NFT or, that you put on your wall. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so it was just insane I, and nothing that I could ever afford. And so the trick is to get someone on your podcast and become friends with them. But, but what happened was we did and, and we had him on the podcast and he was like, yeah, like, let me get you, um, you know, this at a, at a cheaper price. And I was like, I can't say no to this and let me, you know, let me really like actually buy what I wanted this whole time at a reasonable price. And he was like, you know what? Cause I like you guys so much. I'm going to give you an even bigger print of this. And he did. And I think the order went around that, the other way, by the way, I'm pretty sure that Eric had already gotten it. Cause I think he was here when Clay Patrick and Brad came over. Um, so, but I do think that he was like, I, I do remember him saying for the, the locks piece that we got from him, he gave us that at a discount after he'd done the podcast, but Eric had already bought the first piece. Yeah. And you know, it's signed. It's, and it means so much. You look at that thing and it's like, I can't believe I have this on my wall. And at that point, then it's like, well, we got some other stuff and, you know, we're, we're paying a reasonable price for, for rent every month. It's like, let's go and get these properly framed. So a friend hooked us up with a guy down in Brooklyn. And this is like a 45 minute train ride to go get these things framed. And then a 45 minute ride back, right? And, and you got that giant, you know, frame like under your arm as you're taking this train back. But you know, we would go down there and we would just get everything framed. And one day, Lenny S., you know, who's become a great friend of ours, came over and was like, why, why don't you have any of my stuff on the wall? And he's like, all right. And we're like, yeah, okay. Like, like how does that even happen, right? Like, yeah, but also like, the- it's, it's a funny thing because it's like, who cares about being on our wall? But it's like, <laughs> you know, when Mannion came over, he was like, how come like none of my like actual things are on the wall? Or like when Ray VB um, was like, I want to be like, it, it became like a thing. But to, yeah. to finish your story, sorry. No, all good. And, and Lenny one day texted us and was like, who are your guys top five? And we're like, and this happened right around the time when there was a podcast out of like Cleveland that said that Joe Budden was the best rapper of all time. Yeah. Yeah. And we were like, and we were like, does this have to do with that? And he's like, no, just, I, I'm just curious what it is. So it's like, all right, I sent over my top five. Jeff sent over his top five. I gave like conditions. I was just like, you know, maybe five years ago, it wouldn't be like this. And not to say that, you know, whatever. And you list all these things. And one day, a month later, Lenny texted us and was like, yo, guys, you home? I'll come by. We're like, sure. Yeah, come through. He came through and he had an Ikea bag. So one of those giant blue bags. And he walks in and he's like carrot top, right? He was just like, all right, who said UGK? And I was like, me? And he was like, hold on. 
And so he goes and he rummages in the bag and takes out a picture of, of Pimp C, Bun B, and Jay-Z from the, from the Big Pimp and Shoot. And we're like, what? Framed. And he's like, all right, who said, you know. Who said like, Lil Wayne? And he's yeah. like, and so then he pulls out a Lil Wayne. And then he pulls out. Um, a Drake. And he pulls out, yeah. you know, all this stuff. And we're just like, what, what is this? And he was just like, there's, a, there's an appreciation there and there's a love there. And the fact that, you know, and he was like, here's, he's like, I know you guys love Nipsey. I love Nipsey. And here's a family and friends Nipsey print. And that one was one that we were like, you know what? That one deserves to be in a gold frame. You know, Lenny does everything gold in the, in the gold room. Um, and so we went to our, we went to our guy down in Brooklyn and we had that one, uh, you know, put into the gold frame right there. And, and I, I do want to say there's other stuff on the wall that is taken by our grandfather. That's taken by, you know, Johnny Nunez, uh, Jonathan Mannion. Um, there's, there's a, a calendar from Japan that our grandfather, that our grandparents went and got. And like, you know, we wanted to make sure, like I said, you walk into that room, you know, exactly who lives in this, in this room. Cause you know, it could be generic, you know, like if we had, if we had some poster up there, like that had no meaning to us and our experience, like, what does it matter? But that these things actually tell our story. That's the, that's the hey, best Also, thing. by the way, Marcus, I'm going to show you one thing that nobody sees, which is I wanted this uh, picture from 1998. I reached out to the artist. And so um, it's George Costanza. <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah. our aunt came over and I was, we just moved in. Our aunt came over and she was just like, is that Dick Cheney? <laughs> it was such a bummer. <laughs> she did. Yeah, yeah man. So yeah. another thing, just like in general, like with business, relationships are important. Um, and like you guys have what it appears, you know what I'm saying? Just to kind of, you just told this story and that's, that's off of the strength of just relationships. But like, how, are you surprised at like some at sometimes because you guys moved to to New York, um, and you're just hip hop fans too? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's the most surprising relationship that you have like in hip hop? Because you grew up as fans, and you're like, yeah, this is my guy. Like, I text him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I'll, there's I'll, there's a lot of those. You know, lot. I think that um. I it's think a very weird crazy like i mean because <laughs> the locks one is crazy because it's like it's and i say this every time i'm like i i'm always surprised that that jadakiss knows my name like and i've said that to him you know like it's, it's a wild thing to like be they don't have a group text without us like it's a weird and and crazy and real relationship like styles hit us up um i i like to tweet about uh um shitty hip-hop dx headlines because i think that hip-hop dx is such a, like a, a crazy website they'll write about anything like they'll write about how bone thugs and harmony ran into nas at a best buy and like that's a headline and so like um styles texting he was just like this is the funniest thread ever and and so we have like but Styles was like, I needed that laugh. This was after DMX died. And he was just like, I needed that laugh. And it's like, that's, that's wild to me. You know, like, I think the same with like Bun, you know, yep. being one of our very close friends. I think Currency, you know, like there was one day when 
I think this is after the Grammys when Jermaine Dupri bigged him up for his song and and Nas was wearing a Jet Life jacket yeah. and after he, like after he won the the Grammy for for best rap album of the year and I just called Currency. It was like nine o'clock in the morning. I just called. We had Jeff and I had stuff to do, but I was like, hold on. I called Currency and I was just like, yo, I just wanted to big you up for like all this stuff. And he was like, yo, he's like, and this is what he said. And it's crazy. He was just like, he's like, first of all, he was like, I'm not even high, but I feel high. Right. And he was like, he was like, first Jermaine does this thing. Then Nas does this thing. And he's like, and then you call me. And he was like, so I knew this had to be something good. And like, all I was doing was just to call my friend and tell him like, this is, this is great. And I'm so proud of you. And knowing his story, how he's built, you know, independently and stuck to his guns and now it's paying off. And that meant the world to me. It wasn't like, yo, I need a favor. Or, yo, I need this. It was just like, this is just, hey, I'm calling my friend. Congratulations. I, and he's like, yo, this started my day off just right. And I think like, all of this, Lenny S, Bun B, yeah, but also currency. I mean like there's there's a lot of people like behind the scenes that it's really meaningful. Like you know, I, I think that we've we've built a really great community, or like stumbled into, or whatever the word is. Like we we have we've lucked into or worked our way into having a really great group of friends, um, just quality people. So I I don't know. I remember we went to somebody's birthday years ago and we, this is like one we we had just like come onto the scene um and it was a room that was like a lot of heavy hitters you know people and it was just like a heavy hitters and then like us and we were like how did we end up here and i think it was miss info is that right or was it yeah. angie it was one of them and My eric was like how did before and, and, it might. I think it was info, if I remember, because. Uh, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Oh, you forget. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think it was info. And it was like, how do we end up in this room? And it was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it yeah. was like good people hanging around good people, and it was just like that's that's a, you know, bad people hang around bad people, and and so like luckily we've we've ended up amongst the good people. Yeah, it's just great. Like again, like this is more like a flowers thing. So this is like a sober champ, not a drink champ. <laughs> <laughs> I gave you your flowers just because it's like in the whole like the whole cloud chasing world, like you guys still come across genuine, remain genuine, like even from just like the whole engagement piece. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you guys are always like, oh, I'm I don't think it's been a tweet or anything that you haven't, you know what I'm saying, like responded to, like if it was positive or you know what I'm saying, like from the nah for real for reals or to <laughs> shout outs to all of that stuff and just how like everybody feels like like everybody that listens to is the real we all feel like we're a part of is the real i hope so like, i i do i think and thank you <laughs> i i think that like i said that i tweeted this yesterday i was just like man i love seeing our friends shine you know and that that goes to you know people that were um you know supportive of our work who we didn't know who have become like close friends to people who are, you know, like people who we see in real life who succeed. I mean, I, I, I was saying this the other day that I think that there's a, there's, it's like, yeah, we all want money to eat and to have a roof over our heads and to, you know, travel or, you know, 
things that money goes towards, but also like, I think the reward is having these relationships and this access and to be able to like, you know, smile at the end of the day, knowing that your people are winning. Like that's the most meaningful thing I think to, to us. And I'm sure a lot of people out there and I'm, I'm just glad that like, you know, people see that that's dope. So I can't, you know, I have to ask this question. Is the podcast coming back? (laughs) I have, you know, Um, people are depending on me to ask that question. So I I can't do it. You know, I could not. Um, Which, which podcast? (laughs) Waste of time. (laughs) So I think that, um, I'm not saying that it's over. I think that right now, Eric and I are just working on a bigger project. And so it's like... That's a follow-up question, Jeff. I, yeah. I, I, <laughs> you guys know that you know it, you know how it's coming, so... <laughs> yeah. I, so. I, I want to I say this. I want to say that, like, uh, I'm very glad that through our whole career, and that's, that's a lot of stuff, right? We're talking, like, 14 years of content. Now, we're talking YouTube videos to start off, um the the absurdist interviews that we did for mtv and bonnaroo and all the other places um this info and everywhere uh the music the live shows the uh everything that we've done i to two jews and two black dudes i'm very glad that uh however long something has gone on people have been like i want more you know we have not overstayed our welcome um there's a lot of stuff that we've been working on over the last nine months that I think is going to uh, satisfy a lot of people's um, okay. calls for uh, for for it's the real content. And uh, I think I think the the thing to say is really you will really 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 be proud of what we've been doing for three quarters of a year. Um, like like there's something about I get it like being out there every week. And you know, making sure that like our voice is heard and our social media is active and all that, but we did fall back with purpose, and um, and we're really we're really excited about about taking the time to to make sure that that this thing is right, you know. Yeah, yeah. We, like you built the brand. Sorry, I, Go ahead, Jeff. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jeff. No, no, no I, it's it's a tough thing with the with the Zoom, you know. But um, so I, I, you know, Eric and I have put out content pretty much weekly for like 14 years. So it's a very weird thing to um, to step back and like do something bigger than that, you know, to really like put like this much work into them. I've never worked this hard on anything. So it's, it's a very um, different experience and I'm looking forward to like, you know, actually um, sharing it with everybody. But like at, at the moment, it's just like, it's a, it's a wild, you know, you know, next to me, I have a um, a six foot by four foot board that like catalogs what everything looks like mm-hmm. that we've been working on. And it's just like, it's a crazy thing to to be like, this is, it's so much bigger than uh, an episode of our sketch videos. It's so much bigger than um, A Waste of Time. It's so much bigger than Two Jews and Two Black Jews. Like those are very like instant things. This is, it's, I don't know. It's just, it's a very satisfying thing to like sit back and work on something for this long. So is that a series maybe? 
Is that what we? I don't know. All yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like we we know like we just want to make sure we're able to support. It. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it's like Thank you. as a family, like we're a family, so like we just want to make sure we blow our guys up. So like we Thank knew you. once you said you once you announced the break. Because it's like yeah. you you guys are the currency of content. You know what I mean? Thank so you. it's like it's too many projects, it's too many it's too much product to even try to like rank like what is the best of anything. So it was like Thank you. Well I I, I do want to say this too, which is that um I think that you know we've like I said we've we've never done something for too long mm -hmm. but we always try to be ahead of the curve too so like I'm glad too that in a world where there's a zillion podcasts that like people do miss our voice on a regular basis um we don't take that for granted and and we are doing something that is going to um uh stick out I think uh you know, it's it's funny. We were early in doing YouTube videos. We were early in doing, you know, podcasting. We were early in doing all, all this stuff. We're we're I think right on time with something that's going to be um, pretty significant. So we're working. Can't wait, man. And so it's for my my people who uh, like support me. So on the podcast, I have a I have like this evolution of the podcasting. So I started the podcast like in 2013. Uh, one of my good friends, we called it From Scratch, where people would come on, tell their stories from scratch to, to now. Um, but from there, one of the favorites is this thing I have called From Scratch 5, all right? So the From Scratch 5, I just throw out a topic, a question, um, and you basically, you know, rank the five. I won't bore you with the top five MCs, right? So, <laughs> You know, just to make it interesting, because I, I want you to think here. All right. So yep. here, um, as the it's the real the artist now, what is your top five features that you've had? Oh man. Oh, like that we've that we've uh, gotten. Yeah, top okay. features that you've gotten as it's the real the artist. Okay, okay. Uh I I, I want to give some that we got like, okay, so I want to say Bun B is number one. I mean, it has to be right. Like girls with the dirty souths. Like, how do you, how do you, like, he gave the okay to, to do that and then shoot a music video and like do it, perform it live, like crazy. Um, you know, I, I could, I could say freeway man, meant a lot to us. I could say currency meant a lot to us. Uh, I'm going to say currency and smoke dizzy together because like they're on one song, but I'm going to give you one. That's, that's a little like off the, the beaten trail, which is Melanie Fiona gave us one that we never put out. And, and that was one where we wrote her stuff and our, our partner, Greg Mayo, who does all our music. Um, shout you know, out Greg Mayo. Shout said, out Greg. Big shout out to Greg. He sent over the stems and she had us back, not just, with like doing everything that Greg did. And I'm talking like layers, like like 10 different tracks of Melanie Fiona singing beautifully, but she made it even better than we thought. And we still were just sitting on it. Like we're just sitting on it, we have it. So um, I don't know. Oh, also I'll give you some that are coming up. Like the locks, like every time, like Jada's like, when are we doing another song? Or like, you know, like like they're ready to do it. Um, you got any Jeff that, that stick out to you? I mean, the the Jazz Cartier one was really fun. 
Mm -hmm. um, that was done in person. I mean, like the uh, obviously you've heard the currency story. The smoke diesel one was really cool because like to see him do it in the studio, like off top, that was that was just like very, you know, like it's it's sort of the same way that that Jay did it in um in Fate to Black, where it's just like there is no mm -hmm. there's there's nothing written and then it's just it's just there. Um yeah. uh other ones I mean I'll, I'll say this too. <laughs> Having uh, the the Lil John vocals yep. and he says it's the real in a very Lil John way and it's like this should be my my voicemail. Like you know like it's just like <laughs> It that's a that's a pretty that's a nice flex, you know. Mm -hmm. All right, um, another one. All right, so from scratch five, uh, from scratch five. What is your favorite five albums? Make it interesting. Five albums from last year. Oh God. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know if I listened to any albums last year. Oh uh, no, you know what though? Uh, I did. I mean, um, I I I like the uh, I like uh, Jay Worthy. Um, uh, currency, the currency and Harry Fraud one, uh, the Outrunners is a big, big, big time one for me. Um, you Chromio, put me on, you guys put me on Jay Worthy. Oh, uh, Jay Worthy's fire. I've been listening to London Drugs mm -hmm. like all this year specifically, like religiously. Like, um, I'm Chromio. Sorry. Yeah, no, Chromio uh, put out an album that was specific to the uh, the pandemic, right? And it was called um, uh, Quarantine Casanova. And that's a great album, you know, in or out of the quarantine. Um, I know that uh, um, uh, uh, Smoke Dizza put out a really good project last year. Oh, um, there's an awesome uh, good projects. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Smoke Dizza, man, great, great project. Um, Jeff, what are you, what are you thinking? Well, so I mean, like my thing about last year is that I spent so much time listening to old music. Oh my God, here like, we go. I know, no, no. Like I listen, I listen. Give them to me though. Get, what, what was yeah. your, what was your five for for last year? Then? From, I mean, from last, like, I'm saying that, well, first of all, I'm not, a, I'm not an album guy. Okay. So oh, my God. I'm also, like, I, I know I'm, I'm screwing up the entire all premise the of this excuses, thing. yeah. This yeah. is what, they're going to love this. Everybody's going to no. love this. But, <laughs> but like, so. Yeah, for getting us in trouble. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, but, yeah, so, like, I'm a, I'm a, I was big into, like, Willie Hutch. Um, I was big into like the spinners and um sister sledge and a lot of like 70s stuff like filling in gaps that like i didn't it's like i i have a, a very good understanding of of deep you know philly soul and um like the ojs and and chicago soul and and stuff like you know 70s soul 60s soul um i was listening i would go through phases of like i read a, an 800 page book about the beatles um, so I, I read, I listened to like all the Beatles stuff and then, um, and, and this is all stuff that I have like a good understanding of, but like then going off of that and listening to like, you know, 1978 cocaine music from, uh, like Bob Seger from Detroit or whatever, you know, like it, it's just like, I was all over the place, but listening to a lot of like older stuff, a lot of like old hip hop, I went through a, 
um, like a, a birth of hip hop sort of phase, 80s, you know, stuff like that. Okay, uh, that is all true. And I definitely, you know, did a lot of the same. Um, we lived together. So there's a lot of like, you know, crossover stuff there. I do want to say that last year, it's been such a long year, but last year, 2020, um, Jadakiss put out his album, Ignatius, and fantastic album, like still great album. Styles P put out his album that we are on um, called, uh, uh, what is it? It's called uh, oh, Styles, Styles Your Enthusiasm. It's not Styles Your Enthusiasm, is it? It was. So. I'm going to look it up. Yeah, but um, it it was fantastic. Oh, it's called Ghost Your Enthusiasm. Ghost right? your enthusiasm. How's that yeah, for a yeah. plug? <laughs> and, we're, remember the name. and we're on yeah. there. And we're on yeah. there. Um, uh, I want to say Dom Kennedy's album is great. Um, yeah. yeah. Yep. Man, there's, there's just a lot of stuff uh, that we listen to. Um, I mean, like right now, like I also, okay, so there's two things. One, I have a very bad memory. And two, um, I, uh, this isn't last year, but I do love the, the new, um, Young Thug, um, Slime Language 2, um, which just came out. So there's my, that, I know that, that again, does not answer the question in any way, right. but I'm giving you a new yeah. answer to a new Not question. in 2020. <laughs> yeah. Even that's something, Jeff. That's, that's all we want, Jeff. Now, <laughs> here in spirit of a waste of time, well, it's the real, um, for this From Scratch 5, give me five episodes that people should listen to. Oh my God. The illustrious Catalog okay. of, of a waste of time. Five. Let's go. Eric is ready. I'm giving you time. Okay. To... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, Marcia St. Hubert, and I mentioned that one because she's a great friend of ours, and this it happened three years ago today. Um, saw that we uh, had pictures on this anniversary. So uh, Marcia St. Hubert, she is uh, uh, a a vice president, senior vice president of marketing at Atlantic Records. Um, you know her stuff from Cardi B, from Mano, from T.I., from Lupe. Wiz Khalifa, from hmm? Lupe, Lupe Fiasco, um, a whole lot of people, Jill Scott. Um, she's, uh, she's just a genius and it's, it's a fantastic episode. Marsha St. Hubert. Uh, Mano is another incredible episode. It was one of the first ones where we were like, Let's really like dive into someone's entire life. And boy, has he lived and he's lived a number of lives. Uh, I want to say Mike Posner um, for a lot of people who, uh, you know, obviously there's that there's that, uh, you know, that that Midwest connection right there. But like Mike Posner is like the complete roller coaster story. Um, you know, it's somebody who people believed in and they gave up on him then they believed in him again and, um, you know, fought through a lot of stuff and is very, very unique. Um, so I'd say him. So Marcia St. Hubert, Mano, um, uh, Mike Posner, I would say, um, uh, uh, the Cameron one is pretty great. I think that's a, a big topic right now because he did a fantastic episode of drink champs and people really like that one. Um, and I think ours is a really nice, um, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, ours uh, works very well uh, with theirs. Different approach, um, yeah. but uh, Cameron's a great one. And I will also say, uh, I'm going back and forth 
Oh man, I mean, there's so many, but like, you know what? I'll say uh, Dennis Graham, okay? I, I could have gone with Rick Ross or Jeezy. I'm gonna say Dennis Graham. That one meant a lot to us uh, going out to his house in Calabasas, uh, treating him like, like a musician, like a entertainer, like a human being other than Drake's dad, which was really, really important to us. So those, those are my five picks right there. Okay, first of all, um, it is nuts that Eric didn't mention the Rockefeller episode. <laughs> well, that's, that's um, by itself. That's by itself. Um, I was going to mention it. I was yeah. <laughs> uh, but I would say that one. I would say the Birdman and Juvenile one, um, one. which was incredible uh, for a number of reasons, one of which was that Birdman did not walk out. Um, <laughs> Uh, and also, I mean, like, you know, he was asking about like our bar mitzvahs and stuff. Like it was just like a, a crazy experience and, and amazing. And, um, I, I can't get over that. Um, I think we caught a run, um, towards, uh, the end of like last year. Um, I no, you want to know what Kevin Gates was really great. I would say Kevin yeah. Gates. Um, I would say Ibrahim Hamad from Dreamville story is amazing. Um, the Mac Miller one is a very popular one, um, that people still listen to. Uh, I think that's four. And then, uh, did you say Jeezy or, uh, Rick Ross? No. Mm -mm. I would say, which one's better? Uh, I only have one spot. I, I would say the Rick, I would Rick Ross. Yeah. Cause Rick Ross yeah. gave it, you know, he, he gave it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean. So Ross also has like a bigger personality. So it's like a yeah. more fun thing. But the, the funny thing about Jeezy is that he was so happy with the interview that he brought his people down to Atlanta and played it for them in his house. Cause okay. he was like, this is what I want all my interviews to sound like. And so like, I, I think that that one's like, it's a very meaningful one for me. Yeah. I mean, like even though Ross showing up by himself and staying for, you know, an hour and a half or whatever on the day of the night of his release, he was, he was releasing something. Um, and so like that was, I mean, like it's, it's all crazy, but yeah, I would say um, it's probably the Ross one. Yeah. And I, I would just, uh, a bonus is, uh, our 250th episode features our mom. And I think that gives you a really good insight into who we, who are. we are. Um, yeah. so that, that was really special for us too. Yeah, my random ones are the the un, the unsung heroes. Like I love, I love the, all the behind the scenes people. Um, mm -hmm. For twenty years, Emmanuel, um, just yep. hear the name, and they actually like, whoa! And then you know, like yeah. she's still around doing this stuff. I have loved the Sherry B one. It's a great um, episode. Oh, you love the Rockefeller one. <laughs> I, I, don't get me started about that one. That, that's, <laughs> that was like. Like, like, again, I know we're around the same age. I know what Rockefeller means. So I was just like, dog, I couldn't even imagine, like, even conducting this one. <laughs> like, as much as, like, because having these people there, and, like, I, that's one for sure I listened to a bunch of times. Um, I, I love the Parks one, too, just because Parks. Yeah, Parks one was really good. It shed a lot of light on him. Yeah. Also, yeah. very tall drink of water, that guy. Wasn't, <laughs> didn't, didn't, didn't expect that. Um, hey, the Sycamore wait, one's really good, too. So really like I say, it's so many. These are ones that are just like, you know, yeah. like because these people, this is like probably the only time they talked, or you know, it's like when they came to talk to you guys, which is back yeah. to the strength of relationships, and people are like, 
you know, like you're not, and you guys don't beg people and like just reaching out to people and they're just like, no, I gotta, I gotta do this solid for Eric and Jeff because they're not asking me for like any, anything, but yeah, conversation. I mean, and it, we, it, we did beg to get, uh, Miss Tina. Well, hold, on, Jeff. On. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wow. I was gonna, I was gonna tell, I was gonna be like, do you want a top five, um, people that we almost got? That's a good one. Oh, please. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. Like, like Jeff just said, uh, it was, a, it was about a, a two year conversation to try to get Miss Tina Knowles on the podcast. Like there were so many times that we were like ready to fly out to make that happen. Um, Shaquille O'Neal is somebody that we almost got. And that, that picture, Jeff just wanted it to be like, it was going to be um, just Shaq. And then the top of, like oh no was it going to be the other way around i think it was going to be like he was out of frame so it was just like it starts with his neck and it goes down like us you know like like that um uh there were people like um man uh i mean clyde frazier wow i mean yeah clyde frazier but like fat joe was supposed to happen a number of times like we saw him like on our block one day like we ran him down like there was a lot of stuff um the Questlove thing, like full episodes, Questlove thing was supposed to happen a million times. Um, there was, uh, oh man. Um, Have you lost it. Oh, sorry. Hmm? Have you lost any episodes? Uh, I wouldn't say oh, we I'm, lost I'll, them. I mean, they're I'll ones that we deleted. Okay. Like the, 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 the Corday Corday. one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Corday. Yeah. Um, uh, there was another one. Oh, Issa Rae almost happened. That was going to yeah, be full, like. For a full episode. For a full episode. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, you know, for quarantine radio, like a lot of these people, because like you said, they were home, they were available by phone. We made those happen there. So Questlove and Fat Joe and Easter Ray, but yeah. like there were, man, uh, we worked very hard to get a George Clooney one. Um, wow. we worked very hard to get, uh, Matt Damon, uh, Tina Fey, even though she lives like, you know, on the upper West New side, products. like never, never happened. Um, man. The emails the, yeah, but that, those ones didn't come. I mean, like that that's not like we had like scheduled something. There were like some other ones though. I'm oh, trying to think DJ Mustard, uh, Irv Gotti, like all these people were supposed to come and then canceled like the day of. Um, okay, here's we've never told anybody this. Okay, oh. this is this this legit may be like jaw dropping. Um, we went down to Atlanta, and we <laughs> went down to Atlanta. And we got young baby Tate on the podcast and oh, right. we recorded, we recorded in a legendary studio in Atlanta. So we were going to include this as part of our 12 days of podcasts for 2019 or something like that. Again, the most professional, like legendary studio down there, like everybody used it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we get the, they send us the audio back and I sound great. And Tate sounds great. And Jeff sounds like he's underwater, right? It just, it is like horrible. We just could not like fathom what the hell happened. So we're like, all right, we have to save this. So we went up to Mayo's studio and we sat down and Jeff re-recorded his entire part of the podcast. Laughs, reactions, everything. So he sits in the booth and we're out there, we're just like, do it again or like you know like laugh bigger and like jeff, jeff has his headphones on just like seething angry that he has to be like 
asking these questions. And Mayo sound, Mayo made it sound like we were all in the same room and the same like, and it sounds perfect. No one, no one knows that. They don't even know that. Shout they don't out. even yeah. know that. Yeah. The but, and and we never we never spoke about it because we're just like, who cares? It is a lot of work for free, and there's no payoff other than people listen to it and they're just like, hey, great. I'm glad I heard her story. So there, there you go. Man. <laughs> yeah. Jeff, man. You know, I mean, yeah, they were like, you know, like laugh longer, and it's like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, already. So that's why it's it, you. That Eric, you should have recorded this part <laughs> just for the it's the real story. Like, oh my god! I know it's, he's gonna go. You know, like because he's hilarious. Yeah, he'll say, be like, no, laugh harder. Yeah, <laughs> no one's and no one's no one's ever gonna listen to that and know any know any wiser. So shout out Mayo, man. That that's oh big shout out to Mayo. Yeah. Some wizardry for that, man. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I I won't hold you guys too much. I won't hold you too long. I really, really appreciate this. Like this made this made my year, you know. Oh. <laughs> so this is great, man. Um again, we can't wait. You know, I think I can speak for all of my friends and the rest of the it's the realers. Um, we can't wait to, you know, blow up whatever this next project is. Whenever you press the button, we're already, we're locked in. You know what I'm saying? It's the real hive. Thank um, you. Sure we'll, we'll make it go crazy. Uh, <laughs> this will be a proud to pay campaign whenever we're, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like we're, Marcus, I, I, I want to say this, like, um, <laughs> I think that what we appreciate most is the fact that, um, you know, Again, this isn't. This is 14 years of of just you know doing something, essentially like out of passion, right? A passion project, and and it's just like none of these things have been like uh, the 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 big windfall that I think like everyone you know hopes for. You know, we're we're but what means the most to us is the fact that um, you know you're here getting a kick out of just talking to us, you know, reliving old times and, and appreciating the, the work that we put in. And we're just like, we've never met in person. You know, you're, you're in the middle of the country. Um, these are, you know, very strange times that we're all going through, but we made this conversation happen. And there's something there that like connects all of us, whether it's the Rockefeller stuff, whether it's the appreciation for like, a story like Parks or like a Big Face Gary or a Shari Bryant or whoever. Or Quap Dad or whoever. Yeah. Quap Dad, yeah. Young Baby Tate. Um, and I think that, you know, we appreciate the fact that like you do support like this and there's no, there's no, you know, th there's nothing else other than an appreciation on both sides right here. And, you know, that you took the time to like listen back to stuff and to like care and like shout us out on social media like that's all love and like like for real like we're we're working on stuff that i think is going to last and that's that's the point i think if, if you've said anything today that like you know shows us you know the the lasting legacy of what we do it's that like yeah you can go back and listen to old episodes of the podcast or watch old videos or listen to old music or like look back to the rockefeller thing and appreciate that and and Listen, we love Detroit. We're trying to make it out there. We got a lot of people up there that we want to go see. We're trying to bring two Jews and two black dudes on the road and, and go up there and do that. Believe me. Um, and 
listen, I, I mean, I, I know Jeff feels the exact same way, but we just appreciate the fact that like, you know, our art carries on and lasts. So thank you for, for showing that love. Yeah, Marcus, just, just before we go, um, you know, you're from Detroit and it, if you could just do me one favor, could you just pronounce the brand of shirt that you're wearing? Carhartt. <laughs> Carhartt. Respect, Carhartt. I'm a transplant Detroiter. So I did the move. So I'm from Flint. So I grew up born and raised in Flint and I made it to Detroit. So I'm here. Hey man, here I now. hope you, I hope you listen to the, uh, to the Dallas Martin episode. That's my guy. We were in driver's training together. What? <laughs> Me and, da- me and Dallas, we were so again. He's he's been he's been into rap. So again, we're kids from Flint, the Midwest. Like right, we were drivers training partners in the same drivers training car. Like crazy. You know I mean? And so, like this was this like ninety nine, maybe ninety eight, ninety nine. So we're in the car. We're trying to sneak CDs in there because drivers training. You can't have it. <laughs> so like me and him every day. We're talking about you know. It had to be 98 because this was the summer of Nori. Yeah. We're like the only ones who really care. So me and him <laughs> hit it off because of that. And we played basketball. And he went to like, he went to Central. I went to Northern. So like, you know, like, yeah, Dallas is my guy. Like he good, That's dope. Good, good dude. So we all, you know, we still had the same type of friends. I haven't seen him in forever. You know what I mean? Because he he's went to school. And like I stayed to school in Michigan. He went to school in Atlanta. And then, Atlanta, yeah. You know, he's famous now. So yeah. <laughs> He's he's doing his thing, you know. Yeah. Co-president of of Asylum right now. I mean, great to see, man. So I'm I'm proud of him, happy for him. But of course, man, I, I blew that one up. You know, I let everybody yeah. know. You know, like this is like, but how small the world is. We were in drivers training together. Very. <laughs> was so, he was yeah. he good at, at driving? He was. He was. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he was illegal driving before. You know. What I'm okay. Saying? Yeah, yeah. He yeah. had to go. You know. To to. to <laughs> I, I feel like he was driving to drivers training, but. Don't quote me <laughs> on, on that part, but he may have been driving to driver's training, but yeah, that, listen, man, very, very no, no, no judgment, no judgment. Yeah. <laughs> listen, man. Yeah, thank well, you. Thank you for this. Thank you. So yeah, really, thank you. Thank you guys. Thank you. I appreciate you, man. Um, before we go. All right. Cause I have my AKA. Can we get an AKA out of here? I'll do mine first because okay. I'm hosting you guys are the guests. So, um, this is, <laughs> All right, so it's Curve Gotti, a.k.a. Um, Murdered Ink, a.k.a. Broken Pins. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with, because, we're <laughs> because we are all family here, I'm going to go, yo, what up, it's Eric, a.k.a. Brooks Brothers, a.k.a. Family Ties. Yo, what up, it's Jeff, a.k.a. Shooter Boy in Blue, a.k.a. Papa Smurf. <laughs> Thank you guys, man. Enjoy the enjoy the uh what is what day is this? Saturday. Enjoy the Saturday. It doesn't matter. All the days are the same. All the days Be are the safe, same. Stay fan. Um wash your hands, wear your mask. As I tell my kids every weekend, man. Be good out there and thank you. Thank Yo, you. thank you sincerely, Marcus. Have a great rest of your weekend. All right. And uh and we'll see you soon, all right? We'll yep. do, we'll do. All right, peace. Peace.